Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The wide receiver market continues to go up and continues to show show us that eventually Deontay is getting paid. Terry McLaurin is the newest wide receiver to sign a mega deal, inking himself to a three-year deal worth $71 million with the Washington Commanders. It's about $23 million a season. I think 53-point-some million dollars fully guaranteed. Makes him, the I think, the fourth highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, somewhere around there. I uh, don't know about the guaranteed money. I know his $23.3 million per year puts him right at seventh in annual seventh. salary, right right behind Stefan Diggs. Do you have the list in front of you? Uh, I don't. Let me pull that up really quick for you. The list of the highest paid wide receivers, if he sits seventh, that would also include A.J. Brown, Stefan Diggs, Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams. There's another big name that got paid major bucks this offseason. Uh, if we're looking at annual al- annual average excuse me wow yes um there's Tyree Kill at 30 Devontae Adams at number two with 28 right behind him is DeAndre Hopkins at 27.25 Cooper Cup at 26.7 and then AJ Brown rounding out the top five at 25 million yeah with Stefan Diggs and Terry McLaurin so big deal well deserved Terry McLaurin's a hell of a player what does it say about Deontay Johnson's deal because a lot of people put those two together. Their stat lines mm-hmm. are pretty similar, and you can make a lot of arguments. You know, Deontay had Ben Roethlisberger. Terry McLaurin had eight quarterbacks in three seasons. A lot going on there. Is it enough of an argument to say Deontay is not about to make north of $20 million, and that just solidified itself? He's, we're asking if he's not about to make north of yeah. $20 million? Is it enough of an argument to say he's not about to make north of $20 million? Oh, dude, I actually think the opposite. I think, if anything, this kind of solidifies that Deontay is going to make like above yeah. $20 million. Um, funny you had brought up their numbers because I, I compared them before we hopped onto the podcast. Uh, conveniently drafted the same year, Yep, back in 2019. Um, DJ has slightly more receptions, uh, 254 to Terry McLaurin's 222. Uh, McLaurin does have the advantage yards wise, a little over 3000 compared to Deontay Johnson's 2,764. Deontay Johnson does have more touchdown receptions, 20 to Terry McLaurin, 16, and they both have played 47 to 46 games. Deontay Johnson just won one more game over Terry McLaurin. Um, the production, the availability, they all mirror each other very similarly. Now, obviously, like um, you can make cases that 
McLaurin does, you know, a couple things better than Deontay, and Deontay does a couple things better than Terry McLaurin. Um, you can pretty much talk until you are blue in the face about that. But if I am Deontay Johnson's agent, I have a receiver the same age. I have a receiver who produces practically the same production right around there. How how could you not point to this contract and be like, hey, man, like this is right around the area we should be at. I don't think Terry McLaurin got overpaid. No, I, I, I think I think Terry McLaurin got just right about where he should have probably a, a little bit of more money than he actually deserves. But that's that's the price of paying a wide receiver in today's NFL. Now, you also look at some of the other receivers from the 2019 draft class that also got paid this offseason. A.J. Brown, four years, one hundred million dollars. I'm not sure Deontay hits that 25 annual range. Probably no. not. Um, and then you look at Hunter Renfro, who got a little two-year, $32 million um, extension, $16 million annually averaged out. Deontay is way better than Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I think we yeah. can both agree that Deontay is not light years ahead of Hunter Renfro. because I, I Almost think Renfro, light years. Almost I, light years. I do. I like Hunter Renfro. I, I think he's, he's a, a good very underrated aspect of what the Raiders are trying to do. He's a good um, wide receiver. He's a good wide no, receiver sure. too. But like the, the difference between like Deontay Johnson and Hunter Renfro, and if Renfro is making sixteen and Christian Christian Kirk, excuse me, is making around the eighteen nineteen million dollar range, Renfro is underpaid. Deontay's got to be screaming for the north of twenty million, right? Yeah, I think that's the end of. I think that was Terry McLaurin was the end of the argument of Deontay Johnson's going to make less than twenty million. Okay, I, I think, think I misinterpreted what you said. No, 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 no. I was just asking the question. You, you got it right. You got the okay. question right. Sure. Um, that's how I look at that. Is Terry McLaurin could have gotten underpaid, and if he sat right at that twenty million dollar mark, then I'd say, okay, Deontay Johnson might be looking at eighteen or nineteen. Twenty-three. That's Excuse me, I didn't mean to slap the mic there. That's 23.3 that are that's 3.3 million dollars that the Steelers now have to work with or whoever pays pays Deontay now has to work with to say, "Okay, well we're not paying you Terry McLaurin money, but we will pay you Deontay Johnson money," which I think is the that's the that's what hasn't been established yet. Is everybody's like, "Oh, well Christian Kirk money, AJ Brown money, Tyree Kill money, Terry McLaurin money. Deontay Johnson money is now there. We have now found the gap. It is twenty million to twenty-three point three million dollars per year. It's somewhere there because he's way better than Christian Kirk. He's probably Mm -hmm. I would say he's decently better than Hunter Renfro Mm -hmm. in different aspects. He's arguably a little less good than Terry McLaurin. He's right there. I, he's I right think there. Terry, I, I think I would take Terry over Deontay, but I think he's Me right too. there. Me too. But I, yeah, exactly. But he's right. He's there. Like he's, he's arguably like a little worse than Terry McLaurin. So that's his gap. 20 million to 23.3 million. He's got to find somewhere in there, which is his sweet spot. I don't know if that's the number the Steelers are looking at. I think the Steelers might've been kicking themselves right now and being like, man, we were really, really taking a shot there that McLaurin was going to sign for $20 million and lower that bar, but it didn't happen. And now I think you're stuck. 
now you have no options. Deontay has got to be swimming in dollar signs tonight thinking I'm about to make so much money. Yeah, cool question for you. Do you think if Omar Khan takes over immediately following the end of the 2021 season, do you think Deontay signed by now? Because I think Deontay signed months ago. Yeah, me too. Months ago. Me too. And that's not a jab at Kevin Colbert. I think Kevin no, Colbert not at all. did his thing. But It is, but it isn't. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Kevin Colbert, I think, is way more patient of a GM than Omar Khan's going to be. I think Omar Khan would have saw this trend coming would have jumped on it immediately and Deontay Johnson would have been signed months ago. Oh, That's for sure. Dude, we, were, we were debating whether Deontay was worth 15 million. And now we're, we're talking about a nice little potential $8 million kind of uh, bonus to the salary cap cap is right now. Also fellow receivers into 2019 draft class out there, dude, Derek, Every time I put my Apple Watch on, I get like 17 notifications about him yeah. just like going crazy in the gym. Guys, like he, he is going to look like Mr. Olympia by the end of the year. Hey, I jumped on that. I jumped on that that train as well. I've been going to the gym for a whole week now. I can't. My co-host can't be fatter than me or looking better than me. That just can't happen. Okay. <laughs> That's just I'm not letting either of you guys do that. It's just not even coming close. Receivers yet to be paid in the 2019 draft class include Marquise Brown, who the Cardinals are indeed going to pay after trading the boatload of draft capital for him. Debo Samuel and then DK Metcalf might have heard of him. Once they are certainly going to get paid. I think it is very much in the Steelers' best interest if they are going to pay Deontay Johnson to get that done sooner rather than later. Yeah, okay. So D- DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin's deal means DK Metcalf's making $25 million, mm-hmm. roughly. Debo Samuel's... Is, isn't going to take anything less than $25 million. And that might turn into a Le'Veon Bell situation, but it might turn into a great situation for Debo Samuels and everybody included. We don't know. Those two getting paid, I don't think impacts Deontay as much as McLaurin does, but it doesn't help the situation because if they both get paid $25 million plus, you got to be looking at him saying, well, I'm not taking anything less than 20 now. There's no way because Deontay's end game is not to screw the Steelers. I think that's the big thing here is Deontay Johnson does not want to leave Pittsburgh. He wants to have a good deal done with the Steelers. But at the same time, if wide receivers in 2022 are making $25 million a year, you're not going to sit back and say, yeah, I'll take 15. Yep. Like Nobody would do that. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Mike Tomlin wouldn't do that. Tom Brady wouldn't do that. The most team-friendly people on the planet are not looking at a wide receiver contract and saying, oh, I'm helping the team by taking $5 million less. No, we don't have a quarterback. I can take as much money as I want. We don't have a quarterback. Easy. Um, yep, so Mastro, wide receivers who got paid. Sorry, really quick. Wide receivers who got paid this offseason via field gates. Devontae Adams, five years, 142. Tyreek Hill, four-year, 120. We already went through A.J. Brown. Stephon Diggs got a four-year, 96 million. Uh, we forget that Cooper Cup got paid a three-year, $80 million deal. Uh, we already went through McLaurin. D.J. Moore got a nice three-year, 61, almost $62 million per year deal. And then both Mike Williams and Chris Godwin got three years, $60 million. The wide receiver market continues to grow. Guys like DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel will continue to push that number. And I, I think like you already said, it's not going to help Deontay when DK Metcalf gets $25 million a year. It's also not going to hurt him either 
because now Deontay and his agent are going to go, look, I have this crazy list of receivers on top of the guys that had just gotten paid. Yep. I am right around where I should be. Like, there's really no arguing what my market value is. It's just a matter of if the Steelers, one, are going to want to pay it, and two, if they're going to want to match their market value.